from the Diocese of Gallup. Welcome to Closure Cast. I'm Suzanne Hammonds, uh, Director of Communications for the Diocese, and as always with me is your host, Bishop James Wall. Bishop Wall, how are you today? I'm great, Suzanne. How are you doing? Great. Good, good, good. We wanted to talk a little bit about, now that Father's Day is near, um, and it is the year of St. Joseph, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about um, maybe how St. Joseph can sort of point us to how to balance uh, work and family life, you know, um, because sometimes in our society, there's either, there's the emphasis on one or the other, you know, sure. one or the other instead of, you know, too toxic productivity or, you know, in corporate culture or on the other side, maybe uh, procrastination, which, you know, I've definitely struggled with or, you know, laziness or shirking work. So how do, how do we find that balance maybe? What does St. Joseph, um, maybe, maybe start off with, is there anything we can learn from St. Joseph about how to be happy in our work? Well, I, I think the question we have to ask ourselves first is, do we live to work or work to live? All right, that's an old, old little, old saying. And to, and to see that is, you know, because if I, um, if I live to work and, and that's, that's just my focus, then that's, that's not healthy. But if I, if I see my, my work is in, in order to provide for myself, provide for my family, uh, to do a good job, to use the gifts that God has given me, those things. I think that's the, that's the proper approach. And I would say that um, St. Joseph, being that holy and righteous man, had to be a man um, who um, worked to live in order to provide for Our Lady and Our Lord. And so I think that's, that's, that's a good thing to do. And if we, we look at St. Joseph, we say the scripture says he's a righteous man. It means that God came first in his life, others came second, then he placed himself third. And so um, he would want to, uh, you know, give praise and glory to God by using his God-given gifts, right, um, to, you know, for the, the kind of the betterment of uh, his family, for society, the culture that he was in, all these different things. So I think that's one of the great ways to look at St. Joseph. We know he was, he was a woodworker, he was a carpenter, yeah. which I wish I were. I'm just not. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish I were. I just, yeah, anytime I try to build something, it's all cattywampus. And we have this thing at, at home. It was a, I think it, it holds utensils. And, you know, your mother's always proud of everything that you make. And I made it in eighth grade. And it's just, it, it just, it's not, it doesn't sit level. It's, it's just awful, <laughs> awful. And I, I, I just can't get my mom to throw it away. I'm like, you're just reminding me of this horrible thing that I've made. <laughs> that take, that's why it takes lots of practice. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I, I really, one thing that I think is striking is, um, I mean, I'm sure there's always been an emphasis on, on or there's always been humans who have focused just on getting rich. But especially today, we sort of see the rise of this obsession with wealth, with the hottest cars, you know, the going to resorts, you know, uh, giant houses, things like that. And people sort of maybe being dissatisfied with the work that they do. But St. Joseph, as you said, he was a carpenter. It's very, you know, he wasn't out there building probably, we, we all know, but, you know, he probably did just local work in his hometown and that was enough. You know, people, sure. you don't have to be part of, you know, some giant corporation like Google or a great entrepreneur or something, you can be happy with the work that you do no matter how simple it is. Right? Whatever your work is, you want to make sure that you do it and, and do it to the best of your ability. 
And that's you know, the old saying about making an honest, uh, an honest living. Yeah. And that's what that is. So whether you're a, you know, a, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, or if you're um, a groundskeeper, or whatever the, whatever the case might be, you want to make sure that you're doing it and doing it to the best of your ability and you know, you're receiving an, an honest wage, right? A fair and a just wage. And, and ultimately what you see in that is that you're, you're using your God-given gifts, right? To realize that all I have, all that I'm able to do, everything is, is all given, is, is given to me from God. And so I want to use those gifts as best as possible. That's what it means to be a good steward. We're talking about stewardship. And um, speaking of you know just wages and things, are there are there examples that maybe um, bosses, legislators, CEOs, people who, who are in charge of others or who are given um, stewardship, anything that they can maybe learn from the example of Saint Joseph? Yeah, I think we, you know we have well over you know we've been this 130 years of social justice encyclicals going going back to 1891 with Rerum Novarum, and we we have one after another after another. So we have some great writings that come to us from the church. And I would really encourage um, anyone just to pick them up and read them. You can get them online for free, Vatican.va, right? You can get them online for free. And uh, some of them can be a bit dense, and some of them can be a little more accessible. But what they do is they, they talk about, you know, you can find in there, you can find what it means to to do good work, to receive a, a fair wage, to work in conditions that are accommodating. Maybe another example would be um, we often see we often see people um, sort of saying one thing and doing another, whereas St. Joseph you know, said we don't have really a record of him saying anything in the Gospels, but his actions spoke, speak louder than words. So in that way, do you think we could learn, our society could learn a lot from him as in setting an example through action instead yeah, of just... Yeah, actions speak louder than words, yeah. right, the old saying. And it was, we don't, I mean, we know that, that Joseph spoke, oh, yeah. but we we don't have a recorded word from him in the scriptures, and I think that's there's a reason for that. And I think what, what God is trying to tell us through his, through his word is that we are, to, you know, we are to be people who put our faith into action. You know, that... Um, you know that we are to have faith and good works as well, right? And um, because faith without works essentially is, is is empty, but we want to see the good works. We want to see our faith that's put into action, and and so I think that's one of the things that the Lord's trying to tell us in a scripture passage where we don't have a single recorded word from Saint Joseph. But if you you see four times the angel appears, God's messenger appears to Joseph in a dream. And it says, each time immediately he awoke, took her to home, immediately woke, took the child and her to Egypt, immediate he returned, immediately he went by another way. So it's there's this, this sense of immediacy that we also see with St. Joseph in that he was open to God's will. And when he understood God's, God's will, there was no waiting around. He just had, he, he was a man of action. He immediately uh, did, his, did his will. And I think if we, you know, look at our, our own work, our own livelihood, that's what, that what we have, whether we work outside or whether we work in the home, whatever the, the case might be, um, we want to make sure that we're sanctifying that day, we're making holy that day by bringing God into every moment of that day. And it, sometimes that can just mean how it is that we live our life. 
how charitable we are to others or kind we are to others or fair we are to others. Sometimes it can mean that. And sometimes we look at those opportunities even to share a few words about our, our faith with others. Um, are there uh, other lessons you think that, I mean, even, even non-Catholics, what do you think in our society in general sometimes is, is disordered one way or the other? Like, for example, um, you know, people in Japan work hard, but they have an incredibly high sort of suicide rate because there's maybe not that emphasis on the soul, the family. Yeah. So are, yeah. do you think that there's things that just society in general can learn from St. Joseph and also the Holy Family? Sure. I would, well, I'd say, you know, that, that movie... That Jack Nicholson, Helen Hunt movie, you know, is, is as good as it gets. This is not as good as it gets. There's something, you know, eye is not see, ear is not heard. You know, God has in store for us. So you would, you know, try not to see this as, as the end, um, but rather to, to live this life to the best of your ability, um, really with your, your sights set on something much, much greater to come. And that's eternal life uh, in heaven, you know, seek the things which are above. And, um, you know, to, to see, you know, do I, do I do my work in order to gain a, get a lot of money or do I do my work in order to provide for my family, um, to, to, to contribute well to my, my own uh, society, right? Um, am, I, am I doing it for, for those reasons, to, to, to make things better? Mm -hmm. Or am I, you know, trying to do as little as possible and get as much as possible? And I'd say that's the wrong way to approach work. And I don't think St. Joseph did that because that, that's really not a, a good, honest way to approach things. But to give it a good good day's work. We, we have these 25 men, college men, who are working up at our, our St. Kateri Rosary Shrine this summer. And it's really fun to see them at the end of the day. And they're, they're absolutely wiped out, but there's a great sense of satisfaction because they know they, they gave it their all. And uh, they're tired and they're hungry, and, and, uh, but they, you, there's, it's just really neat to see it. And so I, when I see these guys walk in, I, I, I kind of see, well, that, that's how, probably how St. Joseph was at the end of the day. You know, he gave it his all, um, and, and he, he did it in, in order to, uh, to, you know, provide for his family, to... Um, maybe perhaps even leave a legacy and and that's what these guys are doing up here. They're they're leaving a legacy um, that, that we're hoping generations to, to follow will be able to come and it will it will increase their faith. They'll learn a story about St. Kateri, they'll learn a story about Our Lady Guadalupe, they'll learn a story about our Lord and his church. And so they're trying to leave, leave something greater than themselves. They're trying to leave a legacy. And uh, and and so I think yeah, I see these guys working. I think that's probably how St. Joseph was. And it's probably, I think another interesting thing is, you know, he was always focused on God first, as you said, and doing God's will. But he also lived in a society that at the time was unjust. I mean, they were being oppressed by the Romans, and yet he still went to answer their call for the census. Yeah. So there's something that maybe we can learn an example from him, too, is sometimes we find parts of our society are unjust or oppressive or, or rough, but we do what we can. Yeah, we have the you know? scripture passage, you know, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, unto God what is what is God's. And, you know, our Lord gives us that teaching by picking up a, a, a denarius and saying whose image is on it. And they say, well, Caesar, well, give Caesar what is Caesar. Well, the, the deeper question is, well, whose image is on, or, or is on us? And we all know that all of us are created in the image and likeness of God. And so everything that we have ultimately should re return back to God. 
and by doing a good day's work, it's one of our ways that we can give praise and worship to God. Um, and and so yeah, I think that's uh, that's you know we 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 do um, we do help to um, contribute to a good, happy, and a healthy society too. The ways that there's ways of doing it by through our work, mm-hmm. or you know, say if we're a stay-at-home mom, uh, we that that's our work by by raising a good, happy, healthy. A holy family, and uh, that's the way we contribute to a, a, a good, um, good, happy, healthy society. Which really, the family is that, you know, that domestic church, as, as John Paul II would say. But it really is that basic building block to a healthy, happy society. So we, every family should try to model their family after Christ, after the Holy Family. And what makes the Holy Family holy is the presence of Christ, you know, truly God and truly man. So. Keep our focus firmly on our Lord. You can imagine that, that that's what uh, Saint Joseph did as well. Route 66. I mean, we always have the trains rolling through. We have 125 trains that roll through in a 24-hour period, and so there's and we write. We, our offices are on Route 66. We're right across the street from. Uh, a place where they're required to blow the horn, and then in my office there's a, a, a sky a skylight, so it, uh, it serves as almost like a megaphone. And speaking of, they're doing important work too. They know, are. Kind of they are, and they keep <laughs> people safe by blowing the blowing that horn. Well, first of all, so would you like to tell us what what book do you have that you're pulling? I found this great little um, Nine Days with Saint Joseph, and it's it comes to the, from the people who put together the Magnificat which has all the readings and daily prayers and mass and everything. So they, they put out this beautiful little novena uh, for the year of St. Joseph. And I've, I've been about a million of them, and I keep giving them away. And I keep ever, I have to go get another one because I keep giving my own personal one away. And there's some beautiful prayers, beautiful artwork, too. I think that's one of the things that Magnificat's known for is the beautiful artwork that they, they, they provide. So I was thinking that we could um, we could close down our, our, our podcast sure. with a nice little prayer uh, concerning St. Joseph and uh, work and, and how we're to work. So in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Almighty Father, maker of heaven and earth, imbue our work with your grace that all of our labor may be to your unending glory. When we are tired, strengthen us. When we are without work, guide us to profitable employment. Through the intercession of St. Joseph the worker, give success to the work of our hands. We ask this through Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, Thank you, Bishop Wall, and uh, thanks to all of us for listening, and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day.